morning, Kenny. Good morning, Kenny. <laughs> Do I sound like that? I feel like that's the 9,000th time I've asked you that question. In my headphones, you sound much different than you do on the recording. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, mostly because uh, it's uh, Friday, March 11th, 2016. My nose was... why? My, yes, well, my nose was a little stuffy this morning. Um, I thought I was getting sick, but uh, so far so good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm good. How are you? I'm waiting for the show to end so that you can get sick again. Ah, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. We are getting a, a bit of a storm system down here in Southern California right now. Are you being pounded by uh, by a storm right now? No. Okay, good. Perfect. I haven't looked outside yet, though. Wonderful. <laughs> right, still I just did. I just looked outside. And? And? What's uh, the hello, hello, outside. Hi. Uh, verdict is... Nothing. Okay. Nothing's happening. Good, good. Well, uh, speaking of nothing happening, hey, you can visit patreon.com slash morning show. Support this show uh, with your hard-earned dollars and get access to fun stuff like the unedited broadcast with a little bit before and a little bit after each of these uh, recorded podcasts, kind of like a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on. Uh, You also get access to the entirety of the soundboard. Which uh, is a lot of fun, I would say. Personally, I'm, I'm a fan of it. Uh, you also can join in on something called the Stuffy Slack. Now, if you listen to other Good Stuff shows, you may have heard of this before. I'm thinking uh, maybe the best way to go about this is for you to email me, Kyle, at goodstuff.fm. If you would like access to that and you support us on Patreon, that is the way to go. I really don't have any other way for you to know or for me to know that you want to join, that you want to know that you joined. So that's what we do. Kenny, Ah, you're still here. Why? Let's look at today's headlines. (laughs) Why would I be here? I don't know. It's just it's 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 our show, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Here we go. are today's headlines well kyle happy friday to you and happy friday to amazon because Mm. they're going to be leasing 20 boeing 767 airliners to streamline its delivery operations and yeah to lease which will run five to seven years should help amazon exercise more control over its delivery infrastructure do you think so what's going to happen is what? Well, I was going to ask, do you think they'll paint the side of those airplanes with, with the Amazon logo? I assume so. It's just going to say, Prime. We are <laughs> Prime Planes. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. I like the uh, I like the Prime Now logo, even though it looks like a b-hole. Um, I, li- I like that Prime Now. It's a nice I, orange. Yeah, that's why they got the that's why they got the 767s, ah. to, get, to do Prime Now, so that you can have the airplane deliver directly to your door in two hours you know that's like those places that say hey this is monitored by an aircraft who's what gonna pull you over if you go over the speed limit please just watch okay it's gonna happen (laughs) kyle the invites (laughs) the invites for apple's big march 21st event finally went out yesterday all right and we already have a good idea of what to expect according to the rumor mill there are two new products that will be revealed and i think we covered these a little earlier uh this month a four inch iphone se not sure what the s or the e stands for and a 9.7 inch ipad pro which would just be a regular sized ipad but with pro features right so the ability to use the stylus etc right super beefed up uh innards <laughs> oh Ooh. entrails i think is what you're thinking entrails of. yes yeah. yes ipad entrails Kyle, a team of japanese scientists have found a species of bacteria that eats the type of plastic found in most disposable water bottles <clears throat> the discovery yeah the discovery published thursday in the journal science uh, i almost thought that that said journal of science but nope. no it's journal science science uh, could lead 
Yeah, they could that could lead to uh, new methods to manage the more than 50 million tons of this particular type of plastic produced globally each year. The plastic found in water bottles is known as mo polyethylene terephthalate. Okay. Or PET. Okay. PET. PET. Uh, it is also found in polyester clothing, frozen dinner trays, and blister pla- packaging. Blister. <laughs> blister. Blister packaging. Yeah. Chipotle. So, Chipotle blister packaging. Got it. Mm-hmm. And you know where a lot of that plastic comes from, Kyle? McDonald's, because McDonald's is finally testing every breakfast item for its all-day menu. Yeah! I don't know if PET is at McDonald's. I'm just making up. Uh, Segway. Well, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure their cups are made of PET. I would assume so. Who knows? Mm. Uh, I hope there's no pets in my McDonald's food. Yeah, it could be. Because as it stands, McDonald's only has about nine of its breakfast offerings available all day. But according to Brand Eating, the entire menu is being offered all day in certain Oklahoma and North Carolina restaurants. They're calling it the bigger menu. So, road trip? <laughs> yes, please. I, because it doesn't matter when we arrived? Uh, yes, that's ex- aye, aye, aye. that's exactly it. Yeah, I, I'm all for this. I'm all for them testing the whole menu, as long as it doesn't take twice as long to get my food. Turning fast food into just food. Those are your headlines, Kyle. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kenny. Brought to you by FeedPress, our friends over at FeedPress. That's where we host our files and deliver them to you each and every day that we post an episode. Because we only post on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You get it? Yeah. They're simple, intuitive, and powerful RSS analytics and podcast hosting. And let's face it, you're probably thinking about moving that feed. That feed you've got over from something like FeedBurner. Or it's some strange, unmanageable WordPress install. None of that. You you don't want any of that. Mm-mm. Just answer a few simple questions over at FeedPress, and the rest is taken care of. So right now, of course, it's a Friday, which makes it a great time for you to go check out feed.press slash morning show and just try them out. Give them a give them a nice test drive for 14 days. That's a really long test drive. Really long. No contracts or commitments or credit cards or anything. And then uh, when you enjoy that drive, when you think, man, this is just the, the, the shifting is nice. The uh, the analytics, the, the, the speedometer of my podcasts working pretty well. I'm really enjoying this. You can use the promo code morning show during checkout. You'll get 10% off your first year. A hearty, hearty thank you to the guys over at FeedPress for supporting uh, the show. Oh, no. No. Mm-hmm, that's right. Uh, Kenny, I've got some follow-up. Oh, great. <laughs> Roger, Ducky125. Uh, this is, this is uh, Papa's secret shot. I've got some follow-up for you. Go over. Did you call me Ducky? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm <clears throat> forget I said anything. I will. Uh, what is it, Kyle? <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? This, 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 this came in from uh, the stuffy slack via our very own Aaron L.M. Goodwin, our resident cheese expert. He says uh, buffalo milk is the canonical mozzarella cheese milk. So if you uh, if you kind of look up what traditional mozzarella is, it's actually made from water buffaloes. Now we were talking about my confusion on the buffalo cheese front when it came to a specific frozen pizza at Target. And, uh, well, according to what I'm reading here, uh, it it came from Italy and Bulgaria and is traditionally made from actually water buffalo milk. So there you go. Now it's actually made of cow's milk, so that's where my confusion comes from. But uh, traditionally, you got that buff. Yeah. Like hot dogs and hamburgers. A study published in 2012, Kenny, found that looking at pictures of cute and cuddly things. By the way, this is where we talk about facts. We're, we're done with the follow-up. I'm not talking about yeah. follow-up. Facts of the day. Beep, beep, beep. We didn't receive a fax. These are facts. 
of the day. You, you get it. <laughs> so when you look at pictures of cuddly things, like puppy photos, it can actually increase productivity. And it says, quote, induced by the cuteness triggered positive emotion that is associated with the approach motivation and the tendency towards systematic processing. According to the study. There you go. So look at cute things and increase your productivity 900 fold. Why not? Well, that that should be the motivational posters from now on. Should just be the cute puppies uh, well, or the cute kids. I'm pretty... Mind blown, it already is. Uh, sometimes hey, the motivational on. poster of of the uh, yeah, it's like look, the, 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 the parachuters no, free falling in the no, in the sequence. No, 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 no. Oh no! Do you think about the one where the cat's holding onto the tree and it says like, "Hang in there." Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, you said that right at the end of the song. You like that? You like that? That was pretty good, right at the. Speaking of cats, can a catfish have taste buds? That's not, not a cat. <clears throat> catfish. I'm catfishing you into this this uh, fact That's here. That's a bad idea. Catfish have taste buds not only in their mouths, but actually all over their body. So their the, bodies are tasty. They're just like swimming tongues. Oh, mm. oh, can you imagine? Uh, where I've got one for that. There comes the catfish. Yeah. <laughs> it so took what? us. It took us nearly two years to figure out that I was doing a catfish sound. <laughs> That's right, swimming, swimming through the water. That makes all the sense in the world. So. They do get their name because they've got kind of like whisker-like things on their faces. And that's why they're called catfish. Uh, but uh-huh. they, they can typically have more than 100,000 taste buds on their entire bodies or up to about 175,000. So between kind of 100 and 175,000 taste buds. Oh, my gosh. So much catfish. I have, I have like three. What would they taste? Why are they tasting things? How can they? I mean, imagine imagine a uh, a catfish foodie just going out to a restaurant and thinking, "Man, what am I? What am I going to enjoy here? Really, nothing because I can taste a hundred and seventy five thousand different tastes from this this I one thing." I don't think that that's what I don't think that's what tastes. Each taste bud doesn't taste something completely different. I, Triple A. I think it might. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. We'll have to ask a catfish. Hey, catfish, uh, why don't you tell me in your own words what you actually taste when you taste the food in the water? Taste. No, Kyle. <laughs> no. The ow, ow, ow. Taste. No, you're supposed to do the ow, 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 Kyle. Patches. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kenny, pizza was first created. Show's going off the rails. Pizza was first created by the baker Rafael. Esposito in Naples. You had me at pizza. Mm, pizza. Rafael Esposito. Thank you, Garco. In uh, 1889, Mr. Esposito, uh, Baker Esposito, made a patriotic pie topped with mozzarella, basil, and tomatoes. Was, it, was, this, was this buffalo mozzarella? I actually, I would assume that it was buffalo mozzarella. Oh. So this is pretty traditional. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that just keeps going. Mo- I know. Mozzarella, basil, and tomatoes. It's kind of a patriotic Italian pie. Uh, ingredients of the Italian flag. Uh, no, no, sorry. Ingredients are, are the colors of the Italian flag. Sorry. They're not actually the ingredients for the Italian flag. It was to honor uh, King Umberto and Queen Margarita's visit. So that's where you get the well-known now Margarita pie. That makes sense. Yeah. Queen Margarita. I'm glad. I'm glad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Too zesty for you. Yeah. Bring me a a queen margarita pie, please. (laughs) Queen. So, yeah, from now on, if you want to order a margarita pizza, everyone (laughs) listening, Mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and order a queen margarita. Mm. 
and you, and you say that's historically accurate. Yes, uh, you better bring it to me. And it, it must uh, it with must buffalo man, mozzarella. Uh, bingo. Yes, please. Bingo. 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 <clears throat> what happened there? Uh, it's just too much coffee. Way too much coffee today. I mean, it, a lot of coffee. Did you but, did uh, you just give yourself a Gatorade bath with coffee? Oh, yeah. So, Kenny, I've got another fact for you, and this maybe is a longer discussion before we get into the National Day. A study, of course, has come out from the University of Toledo, and it says binge-watching TV is making us depressed. Are you surprised? Really? Yeah. A little surprised at... That their study found that it's making us depressed. It's not causing depression. No, it's it's it, not it's not discovering depression in the people who are binge watching, but it's it's actively making us depressed. Well, here here is what they're saying. Uh, this study at the University of Toledo found that out of four hundred and eight participants, thirty five qualified as binge watchers. And those binge watchers, that's it. Well, yeah, believe it or not, out of yeah thirty five, that seems. Mm, it depends. Low. I would That's s- less than 10%. I would say it's an age thing. There's got to be something age-related to who would potentially binge-watch. Because that it is only possible if you are on either a network, like you're watching regular TV, that's doing a back-to-back-to-back-to-back thing of burn notice, or you're actually on a service like Netflix, right? So that I, right. I feel like that is limited by your technical capabilities and potentially your age, depending on what you're used to. All right, let's find out. Let's find out what the depression part. So these binge watchers, sure, these binge watchers reported higher levels of stress, anxiety, and depression than their non-binge watching counterparts. So that's okay. that's kind of the study in a nutshell. It also found that 77% of participants watched TV for two hours or more without a break on an average day. Two hours. So that's a, that's the higher percentage, 77%, which is what, like two shows, depending on what you watch? Not bad. Uh, it could be four shows. It could be, yeah, if you're watching Frasier. Yeah. <laughs> Frasier. Yeah, it's traditional buffalo. Frasier. Mm. According to the scientists who headed up the study, they say binge watching is a growing public health concern that needs to be addressed. But uh, I guess so is watching TV in general, right? Because you're just, okay. you're sitting there, you're couch potatoing. You're, yeah. All right. Let, let's, let's dive into this a little oh, bit, Kyle. Okay. All right. Let's. I, I'm going to try to hypothesize that the depression part comes from hating yourself every time a new episode comes on and you go, you know what? I could be doing something completely productive here, but instead I'm going to forego the productivity mm-hmm. and continue watching this garbage show. Okay, That's so where the depression comes from, I think. It's it's, the, it's like self-imposed. Sure, it's the potential of being able to do something else, but not having the willpower to get up to do something. Correct. Okay. You can't bring yourself to rip your rip your body from watching the TV show. Yeah. Uh, and and thus every time a new episode comes on, the wave of depression just. Just flows over mm-hmm. during the show. Mm-hmm. Nothing because you're in. You're into the into it's the euf- show. Yeah, it's euphoria. It's it's the start and finish of of the previous and next episode. Yep. It's that little. Are you still watching? Break. Now, there's two things that I am curious about in this study. One, how are they watching, and and really, what is their couch made of? Because in my opinion, that okay. that kind of changes whether or not you're willing to get up. If you're literally stuck to the couch because it's made out of leather <laughs> and it's hot outside, you don't want to move, you know? The, right. the the weather really affects it. And two, if you are basing your binge watching around something like a meal, you're kind of multitasking. You're not just like single tasking while you uh just binge watch an episode you're you're actually doing something else, you know, working well, yeah, or I mean, uh, eating food or whatever. Yeah, and and people get accustomed to when you, when you eat a 
like you eat dinner and you uh-huh. turn on a TV show mm-hmm. and uh, people come become accustomed to that. And if you break that, then it doesn't feel like you're doing it right. So people just do it out of habit. They just yes. turn on the TV show when they get their dinner. That's yeah. just how it happens. Yeah. And, and maybe falling into that kind of habit is also depressing. The self-realization of, oh, I have to turn on the TV every time I eat. What is this? So macadamia nuts. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is really, this is really bumming us out, isn't it? I know. Oh, I'm, so, oh, no. I'm so depressed talking about studies. 15% of people who talk about studies are feeling a little more depressed after they talk about them. So let's get into something a little more exciting, like eating food okay. and, and eating food in front of a TV, Kenny. Okay. Bringing this back. Today's national day is National Eat Your Noodles Day. <laughs> Not just Noodles Day, but Eat Your Noodles Day. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Eat your noodles. Now you want uh, you want some facts about some noodles? I'd love some noodle facts. Yes. Or I can I can let's see let's see what else what other day it is first real quick here. All right, yeah, yeah check the <clears> book. <throat> I'm gonna read this little. Bit. This is you wrote eat your noodles today or we'll be angry. It's a little known fact that I made up right now that noodles from uneaten soup are the main cause of sink blockages in the U.S. That's kind of not a. Did fact. you make that up? I did not make that up. I found that on a website. Oh, okay. Because the internet is Hashtag always right. National Eat Your Noodles Day. Yeah. Yes. All right. Tell, tell me what the mm. book says. The uh, the book says that today is also National Oatmeal Nut Waffles Day. Highly what? specific. Oatmeal nut waffles, or is it oatmeal, oatmeal nut waffles, or is it oatmeal nut waffles? Like where do you where do you put the powers? What's an oatmeal nut? Causing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can really only eat maple and brown sugar oatmeal now. Oh, yeah. That's all I can eat. I yes, can't please. do any of the other flavors. Well, here, here's, some, taste right. here's some noodle facts, Kenny. Did you know that the instant noodle bowl you're uh, probably eating because you you know, are, are watching TV right now was first developed by Momofuku Ando in the late 1950s? And it comes from generations and generations of noodle crafting expertise. Oh, I like this. If they are kept dry, some say they will remain edible for decades. Forever. Causing. Wow. <clears throat> uh, over 40% of the flour in Asia is used to make noodles, feeding over half the world's population. Wow. Okay, That's so insane. You know, I live kind of down the street from a noodle factory. If, really? If that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make those little cup cup noodles. The, really? Yeah, the styrofoam ones, the Maruchan, uh-huh. Maruchan brand. Mm-hmm. You you live next to them? Yeah, I smell it all the time. It's just like, ugh, oh, guys. That's awesome. Guys. You should hook me up, Kyle. Now, they cost what, like a nickel? Probably. Yeah, just about. Now, noodles, Kenny, go into two camps here. And I think there are folks who can tow the line between the two of them. However, I need you to make the distinction. Are you a sure? Are you a dry noodle packer or are you a wet noodle packer when you kind of like uh, when you're hungry for an instant ramen noodle? Do you go for the wetted version like you wait for it to steep? You steep your noodles, then you eat that. Or do you just like crunch on the dry version? Okay, I'll I'll try to I'll try to elaborate here. Um, when I was in elementary school, it became a popular thing to get the top ramen packages. And what you would do is you'd pour them into a Ziploc bag. You'd also pour in the seasoning, mm-hmm. and so you'd have the chunk of noodles and the seasoning in there. And then you'd close the Ziploc bag and you'd like smash it with your fist. Smash, 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 and then you shake and it. You'd shake it up, and then you'd have the dry version of Top Ramen, mm. and you'd just eat it like a snack, and, mm-hmm. it, and it would last you a good portion of the day, because you're a tiny child. I don't do that anymore. Oh. But but it's it's kind of in, in in my bones. Like, yeah. I could, I could just kind of do that anytime I wanted, and I'd still be okay with it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I also like I, I like those I, as, as much as unhealthy as they are for me. I like those uh, uh, cup noodles in, in the little styrofoam cups. Do you I have like, do you, you have, have a, the wet noodles? Do you have a do you have a particular uh, do you have a particular flavor you like? Shrimp. I knew it. Yeah, I freaking knew it. Because you like those little dehydrated shrimps. I do. Yeah. And what? And here, here's a trick. Here's a trick. If you didn't figure this out in your whole life, uh, if li- you open up on, the instant hold noodle, on, hold on, <gasps> gasp. Life hack. If you open up the instant noodles, and you don't like the peas and carrots, just take out the peas and carrots before you put the water in, guys. Peas carrots, it's peas easier carrots, to get out. Peas carrots, peas and carrots. So there you go. Mm, Life hack. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, I mean. You could just deconstruct it, deconstruct the whole thing. So you you would have no. you would have like cup shaped noodles, and that's fun. It's like a noodle tower. <laughs> you mm. just stack them, yeah, and then pour hot water on them, and then here's, they turn into a mush. Here is mush pile. Here is one last fact for you, Kenny, about the noodles. Thomas Jefferson brought the first macaroni noodle to America in 1789 after returning. From a trip to France. Oh, yeah, that guy liked. Oh, wait, wait, who? Who? Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson brought the banana tree oh, I to America. You said ben Franklin. No, 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 no. Ben Franklin no. really liked France. Did he? Did he like noodles too? Yeah. Oh, he, I don't know. I don't know. If if you see him on the dollar, he kind of looks like he liked a lot of noodles. If you know what I mean. But these aren't the kind of noodles that we're talking about, is it? Uh, well, no, no. So you can't, you cannot crunch up macaroni and put in just the cheese sauce from the macaroni packet into a Ziploc bag, shake it around and eat it. You would definitely hurt. Oh my gosh. Surprise. You would definitely, you would definitely hurt your teeth. You would, you would definitely hurt your body, but it would be, it would be so tasty and so cheesy. Mm. Maybe we should try I, I kind of want to try that. What do you think? I'm pretty sure we, yeah, we break our teeth on those noodles. Well, it is food Friday. I figure we can, we can touch a bit on the, uh, on the macaroni train here. Uh, macaroni, the, the San Francisco treat. No, that's rice-a-roni. Mm-hmm. Why don't they do those commercials anymore? No, 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 no. I don't. I mean, people full house is mm. back in is, is back into, you know, the public eye. Sure. I think that San Francisco can can do the trolley thing with the rice roni San Francisco street. Uh, th- that can happen again. I felt like those two were connected all the time. OK, you like. Mm, yeah. Co-branding. Yeah, a little bit. Well, there there is a marketing campaign going on right now that uh, the, the macaroni people, the craft people, which the factory is also kind of near. It's in Bakersfield ish sort of um, bakersfield exactly they are market- away they are marketing their new like improved macro i'm putting uh, bunny ear quotes and i'm squishing them together uh their new improved cheesy macaroni that doesn't have artificial uh, colorings or flavors or whatever but it's still powdered cheese people come on no it's dehydrated dehydrated cheese people Cheese. <laughs> cheese you people. Silent breed is people. Cheese. It's cheese. Cheese. Mm-hmm. It is. Cheese people. I'm loving the soundboard today, Kenny. Let's play a uh, quick, quick game of upvote, downvote. The total solar eclipse happened on Tuesday. Did you happen to see any of the photos? Uh, I saw uh, NASA put out uh, an image or a sequence of images Mm -hmm. from space. Yes. A satellite captured the shadow moving across the ocean. That's right. From, uh, I think, Indonesia across uh, the Pacific, which was really cool to look at it from that perspective. I I never even thought to look at it from that perspective to see what it would look like, not from our planet, but from, you know, outside... Uh, it was just weird, actually. Like just it, it kind of. It reminded me of like if a spaceship was landing. Ah, yeah. And it cast a huge shadow. Yeah. Like Independence Day style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or terrifying, if actually. If you just turned off I had, all I had brief, the lights. Brief flashes of that Independence Day. Brief. Flashes oh, by the way, 
I, I, I read, uh, this is an Independence Day thing. Uh, I read an article about the big, one of the biggest gripes with the, with that movie. And when, um, spoiler alert, when they go up, you know, come on, it's been 20 years. Hmm. Uh, when, when Will Smith and, uh, Jeff Goldblum go up in the spaceship and they go to the mothership and Jeff Goldblum hacks into their system using a, a Mac and, and he sends them a virus that, and it just works on their system. And, and people over the years have gone, how, what? No, they're, how did human technology get into the alien? Like that doesn't make any sense. But the, the argument that I read in the article is they had the alien spaceship in in the Americans did. They had that for a while. And so they say that Jeff Goldblum's uh, operating system or, or the stuff he was working on was based on the alien technology. Thus, it could correspond with the mothership. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so that tried to tie in that loop. Loose end. Okay, all right, Kyle. I get it. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> uh, it's it. Listen, it's a freaking movie. So shove it, people. Listen, we're getting off topic here. This is I'm like, sorry. Th- I'm like sorry. you said. This is from Japan's Himawari Eight satellite. Took a picture of the Earth. Looks like a giant black dot on it. It's kind of fuzzy, uh, feathered. What do you think? Do you like it? Oh. Let's move on. Oh, wait. This is... Oh, that was actually what you uh, put in the... Okay, I see. Oh, my gosh. Really? I I didn't even... I didn't look at it. <sighs> I'm, I'm a genius. No, no, actually, you are not. But you're right. I did put uh, the NASA Goddard Instagram account into this here you can find it morningshow.am if you want to take a look at this it was posted a day ago just just go look we're both i don't care we're both voting this up let's move on can you weather for of course. The, uh, weather for the blind a synthesizer that creates musical interpretations of weather conditions let's take a look at uh, this real quick huh? okay is it a video yes it is a short video that explains what they've got here, and I'm waiting for it to start because it's taking just a few seconds and it's going to start probably over me talking about it. It is, uh, nope, no two days sound the same, according to uh, this video. Here, here you go. The Singing House is a drone synthesizer modulated completely by the weather outside. The wind, the rain, the sun, and even the moon and a lightning storm have an effect on its sound. So the idea here is that uh, you can play you can play this kind of music. I'm putting quotes around that too, quote unquote music in a building to uh, help people sleep. I guess it's a well known uh, issue of insomnia for people who cannot see the weather or who are blind. And uh, this synthesizer is supposed to help. What do you think? Yeah, there's a. Well, I was going to say that the, there's a commercial on the news station that I listen to. They always talk about how it's like a firsthand experience of someone who's blind and ha- is an insomniac because they don't know when it's dark. Right. Um, the idea of having a, a machine that reads the wind and, and the temperature and, and the rain and everything, turn that into music. That's a good idea for this, for for creating that background music or creating that background drone almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll play a little bit more too. But not good for telling you what the actual weather is. I didn't I didn't know what the purpose of this is. I guess it's just to have that 
that background noise, right? That's what it's for. Yeah, it's not I, supposed. It's not supposed, supposed to be your main forecasting technology. It's a it. Well, what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to uh, acclimate you to what the outside conditions are. So, I, yeah, see, that's got, why you have an Amazon Echo. <clears throat> Let's see here. Uh, Alexa, what's the weather today? In Irvine, it's 56 degrees with intermittent clouds. Today, you can look for showers with a high of 66 and a low of 50. Well, there you go. Thank you. That took all of five seconds. <laughs> Rather than... like i'm on the enterprise i like it i'm 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 up for this i, I mean uh, i like it too but i'm not blind and i don't really need to know what the weather is okay all right yeah, yeah true i'm sorry true. i'm sorry to anybody true. who's blind out there and you're listening <laughs> i'm not trying to be mean yeah well that's words. that's you you're always mean hey i'm uh i'm gonna upvote this and just say um it, it's welcome i think at least somebody is trying at least was, someone is trying if it's if it's like a synth or it just creates MIDI notes. I'd love to change those instruments. Ah, like drums. To my liking. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom exactly. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, speaking of uh, to your liking, it's time for Food Friday. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Food Friday. I'm with my crew. And we gonna show y'all what we be snacking on. You dig? Most of the things we've got are in packages these days. Kenny, what do we have today to try? We have Annie Chun's Roasted Seaweed Snacks. I'm burping already. Oh, boy. Okay. Did you eat some already? What'd you do? No, 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 no. That's a a coffee burp. Uh, This is savory roasted Korean seaweed with wasabi. Mm. There's no... Dairy, there's it's vegan and it's gluten free. There you go, no preservatives. So we are not preserving anything here, uh, except for your uh, sanity. The, my my best my my best my favorite thing about this is that the 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 ta- the tagline to this is surf the sea snack wave. Are you having a hard time opening these? <laughs> I haven't tried to open it. I recommend uh, <clears throat> if you are uh, playing along at home, we grab these at Target. I'm sure they've got most of them in other stores as well so you're having a hard uh, time opening this kyle i well no i i was going to say i recommend listen i recommend tearing at the top do not open it like a bag of chips and expect to reseal it tear tear that top open and here we go Is, is this made of pet it uh the tray the inner tray probably is yes okay they're a little slimy best before um, october 19th got it they're slimy hold on last year or this year the lad uh, this year hey they're packed kind of like tim tams but a lot more thin <laughs> wasabi tim let's, tams let's let's, let's uh, seaweed slam these yes but uh, you can you can put these in actually a uh, a soup and they would taste fantastic like a noodle soup even Oh, so uh, during Food Friday, we choose a uh, random food item that we've probably never had before. I, I haven't had this, probably. Uh, I've never had this. I've had something like this, but not this particular brand. And uh, we try it so that you don't have to. And then we kind of uh, decide whether or not we like it and uh, give you a bit of a review. It's like an unboxing video, but with your ears and food. And with our mouths. And no boxes. Um, <laughs> That's right. So... Yesterday, as as I tried, we're gonna dive in. Uh huh. As I, uh. oh, you got you jumping right in. It's a little spicy. So these are was. Oh my god. <laughs> like guess. <clears throat> uh, these are. Okay, oh my god. Doesn't smell like anything. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what am I in for? It's burning my lips. Um. These are uh, wasabi oh, flavored. It's good. It's really good. A little salty. Well, that is wasabi. Um, very crispy. So what they do is they take the. Sheets of oh, it is burning my lips. They, they take the sheets of seaweed and they fry them. They fry them in uh, expeller pressed canola oil with a little bit of maltodextrin for flavor, and uh, that's what you get. You get this this tasty snack. Not not unlike right. combos. 
but uh, but close. The wasabi uh, is brief. The spice is brief. Uh, yeah, it yeah, does yeah, not yeah, linger. Agreed. No, agreed. Which which now I can't taste anything. You're kind of used to used to the brief wasabi spice. Now last night got a, a short story here. Last night uh, went and had Japanese food for dinner. I'm still eating, and this uh, is really good. Didn't get to eat my noodles. I ordered I ordered a dish that had noodles, and they brought me the wrong dish. It's very frustrating. But uh, I grabbed the wasabi that was on my my little uh, my little sushi plate, uh-huh. and uh, took a nice hearty swipe of that. Went straight onto my tongue and thoroughly regretted it. Why would you do that? Mm. Like a dare? It was a place that Did I had you dare never... yourself. The thing is, I. It, yeah, the wasabi is different at every restaurant, and you've got to you have to try it so that you can gauge what is appropriate per sushi piece. You try it on its own. Now, when I did this the first time, this I think is from some sort of concentrate. It's not actually ground root. Um, so this this one was just way over the top and just noxious. So didn't enjoy it. These so, are really good. So I had it last night. That was my last uh, wasabi experience, so I'm just carrying it over to today. That's fine. It says uh, 25 calories per serving. What's one serving is 10 sheets. Okay, I've had two. You've had 10. You've had five. No, no, no. I've had two. We've we've had five calories. Oh, we're we're walking our calories, obviously. There's there's a a decent amount of vitamin C and dietary fiber. Well, while we, excuse me. Wow, that's spicy. While we, it's uh, like wasabi salt. Yeah, you, you yeah. getting that? Um, it, if the salt gets on your lips, it, it's it's very yeah. I, and I I just shaved my face, so I'm, if I get this anywhere on on my face, if I put the sheets of wasabi as like a, a facial mask, uh, <laughs> I think I think we're gonna have some problems. I've got some food news for you though, since of course right, it is shoot. Food Friday. Uh, here here's your first little nugget of information that. Uh, more of a public service announcement. Corona enthusiasts, put your beer down right now. Mm. All right, done. Constellation. Oh, good job. Constellation Brands Beer Division has announced a voluntary recall of select packs of Corona Extra in the United States of America. Uh-oh. Now Tell here, us why, Kyle. Here is why the uh, Corona Extra 12 packs and 18 packs that come in glass bottles are being recalled due to small glass particles inside the beer. Oh, no. So it's a glass bottle with glass inside. It's glass all the way down. Consumers will uh, definitely want to keep an eye out when they do grab these 12 or 18 packs because it's Corona and you're probably going to get a 92,000 pack anyway. Uh, It's going to affect about one in every 5,000 bottles, which is still kind of high. Corona... CoronaUSA.com slash recall is where you can go to officially find out whether or not your box is impacted. Just like a, a horrible huh. festering wisdom tooth. Now, I will say there's probably a threshold of when they need to, you know, enact a, uh, a true recall. Mm-hmm. And this is this doesn't break that threshold. And so they probably found out about this and they said, well, it doesn't break the threshold, but we should probably still tell people about How it. How does the glass even get into the bottles, especially if it's one in every 5,000? What I'm guessing is it could have been uh, uh, a broken glass, maybe. Mm. You're right. These are really good. I don't know. I can't stop. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, mm. you can't you can't stop eating the seaweed. Uh, well, they're okay. Listen, this, they're in, this the seaweed will give you very bad breath. I'm sure though. Oh, my I'm microphone totally... probably hates me right now. <sighs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Um, it makes sense though. Glass inside of glass bottles. Now here is a glass contamination that doesn't make sense. Nestle is voluntarily recalling three million frozen food products due to quote Uh-oh. potential presence of glass pieces. It announced yesterday company noted that several consumers reported that they had found small pieces of glass in some of their spinach based products so you've got like oh good it doesn't affect me Dij- no it's did four different varieties of DiGiorno pizzas five different lean cuisine meals Stouffer's lasagnas and souffle so uh, watch out if you got any of those huh. in your freezer 
uh, please, please go check them. I feel like you've got to cook it first in order to know whether or not there's glass in there. So that sucks. I guess it's cooked. Or if you maybe just throw it away. It. Yeah, or you can just throw it away. No injuries or illness have been reported yet, but uh, maybe it's just people who like eating glass. I don't know. Yeah, I remember I had a uh, a Guinness Book of World Records, like 97, like a big hardcover book of it. And I liked reading it. And uh, I remember one of the pictures was this guy eating, just eating glass, yeah, like light bulbs and, and plates and stuff yep. like that. Yep, yep. It's he actually it's, glass. It's something called pica. Uh, people having the, uh, I don't know, the, like the physical need to eat things that are not food. There was somebody called Mr. Eat Everything, and uh, he was a French performer who would eat unusual things like bicycles, chandeliers, airplanes. And uh, there's a video here that I've got for us real quick. Did you say airplanes? Airplanes, yes. He ate an entire airplane over the course of two <laughs> years. Now that, that, what? That's covered in this video. Here you go, Kenny. That's impossible. When it comes to eating a bus, we don't have enzymes specifically designed to chemically break down glass, steel, or plastic. But that hasn't stopped humans from eating remarkable things. Michelle Latito, a French entertainer known as Mr. Eat Everything, consumed, oh, among other things, a computer, a pair of skis, <laughs> six chandeliers, and an airplane. Yep. Yep. Oh, what's up, so if you're looking, this is uh, from AS, <sighs> ASAP Science. Uh, they've got a scientific look at whether or oh not gosh. someone could eat a bus. So that'll be uh, that'll be in the show notes. Their recommendation, at least for the Mister Eat Everything uh, scenario, is that you take small, you deconstruct the thing. So you can deconstruct the airplane, the skis, uh-huh. the bus, whatever. You take small pieces of that, you mix it in with real food, and you can have about one kilogram of non-food products per day, and then you basically what? you just pass it through your body. A kilogram? It just doesn't make sense. You're getting no nutritional value. I can't for even this. eat like a pound of food a day. That's right. Well, it's not a pound; it's a kilogram. And of course, you can. Well, eat I know it. a kilogram is is over two pounds. Kyle. You, you can. Mm, you breathe in a pound of food every day. <sighs> I could breathe in a, a pound of the seaweed, but yeah, I you think could I'd clear my sinuses. And yeah, then, you could. Oh my gosh, that that last one, that last piece of seaweed had a a lot of wasabi salt. It, you're right; it, it kind of varies in between the different uh, seaweed. The first few sheets, here. yeah, the first few I had were great because they were they were moderate or or, or lacking on the uh, wasabi. That well, last one, oh. let's let's just hope this doesn't give you the seaweed sheets. So, Kenny. Oh, no. A study has found. Here we go. Another study. I'm feeling depressed already. Posting photos of your food could make it taste better. This is according to sfgate.com. It says the next time that you get harassed for holding up your uh, meal. Well, you can point to new holding up your meal, I guess, for a photo. You can point to new research that suggests Instagramming your food can actually make it taste better. So it's like, oh, pass well, the salt it, or pass pass the uh, internet connected smartphone so that I can increase the tastiness of my food without actually it's, changing it's the psychological. salt. psychological. Yes. Right? Pro- pro- potentially, yes. It's from the Journal of Consumer Marketing, and uh, that's where this was published. Stated that taking photos of your food, quote, increases attitudes and taste evaluations of the experience while eating. So, yes, chemically, it does not change the actual composition or taste of it but your perception of said taste. Now, sorry, I had another one. Okay. The, uh, what would uh, that do? <clears throat> Did you take a photo of your seaweed, by the way? No, I didn't. Uh, but I, I look at it with my eyeballs and I can eh. take a mental picture. I, I wonder if this also works for bad food. Like someone takes a picture of their terrible, terrible, terrible food because mm-hmm. it's so terrible. Putrid. Does that make it taste better? Um, like how bad would it taste if they didn't take a picture? Sure, sure, sure. Like what what percentage does it increase the tastiness of it? So if you've got something right. that tastes terribly, is it increasing it 175%? And then you've got uh, something that would have been pretty tasty and just goes up uh, 12%. You don't know. Right. I have no idea. I don't think that you can measure the perceptive taste of something on a scale like that between people. Just saying. Okay. 
Okay. Not sure. So go ahead, uh, I guess, people. If you if you want your food to taste better, just take photos of that's, it. That's a that's your defense, okay? I if, guess. If people I guess. get mad at you for Instagramming your food, and they say, "Hey, stop taking pictures of your food. Just right. eat it." Right. Right. Uh, then you say, "Well, you know what? This actually makes my taste my uh, food taste better." Well, listen, listen, uh, pal. I'm more engaged with my eating process now. Yes, uh, my food's gonna taste a little bit better because uh, I'm taking a photo of it. So deal with it. Sure. After I eat it, I'm gonna find my way over to a Chipotle, Kenny. Uh huh. Because I don't take pictures of Chipotle. I eat it so frequently. Well, 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 well. Chipotle. Are you has, okay? A uh, Chipotle is did, closed. Did you have a seaweed stroke? Speaking of. Yeah, you did. You, you speaking did. Speaking of seaweed. No. Uh, Chipotle has closed after another employee gets sick. Another Uh-oh. norovirus outbreak at a Boston no. area Chipotle on Tuesday. <gasps> That's right. The restaurant will now be fully sanitized, quote, quote, fully sanitized, which is good. Norovirus can be contagious, as we know, and cause diarrhea. So, diarrhea, possible, lo- possible loose bowels, they say, which is which is fun. That's that's good. Uh, people get sick deal with it well now they shouldn't be they should not come to work now this probably gets into a deeper seated issue of our chipotle employees being paid enough or chipotle employees being paid to not work when they are sick probably not so they show up and they say i'll get through it there's got to be they need to have like a chief sick officer or something to make sure that uh, people who are sick do not come to work now, this this begs the question because uh, there was there was another there was a previous outbreak of the norovirus in Boston related to Chipotle, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do and we don't know if that was caused by the food uh, or if it was caused by an employee bringing in the virus. Right. We don't know. Mm-mm. However, having it be another Boston area employee makes me think. There's actually a Boston epidemic of norovirus. Well, and that Chipotle is is merely a vehicle for the virus, and correct. rather than rather than the cause. Sure, it just it just it, Boston or, is just in love with Chipotle, and so it happens to be the hub of the norovirus, or wherever that particular Boston area is sourcing their ingredients is the issue. One of the two. Yeah, that's oh, I I don't know, man. If, if we start seeing the norovirus in other locations of Chipotle or even even other food locations, I think that's I think that's the 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 scary part. Just just cook everything, people. Just cook it. <laughs> Put it in a burrito, roll it up, blast it with microwaves, and get it out of there. That's yeah, Taco Bell's got that. They, they've got that down. They have way more, way way more locations. It's food safety is one of those things that uh, we've got down. And uh, if if Chipotle is still having issues like this, there is something significantly wrong with how they are handling something. It's not going to stop us, though, is it? It's absolutely not. Nope. No way. No way. I'll still go. Mm -mm. That sounds pretty good, actually. Got to get this taste Uh of uh, wasabi out of my mouth. Kenny. Well, that was good. Uh, I'm still going to eat this and move us on to some uh, nobody cares news. Let's see. Let's see what nobody cares about. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I guess nobody could care about the uh, the stuff we're eating. But man, that one was spicy. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Oh. You, you hit the you hit the mother load of wasabi there. Oof. Yeah, man. Well, the, someone just hit the mother load of orangutans. It's a uh, hidden colony of orangutans. Scientists trekking orange or- tangerines. Or- what orangutans? Orange gutans. Orange. You glad I didn't say orangutans? Sci- mm. <laughs> Scientists <laughs> trekking through unexplored regions of the island of Sumatra in uh, Indonesia 
have uncovered a previously unknown population of Sumatran orangutans. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody's going to be mad about the way I'm saying orangutans. The uh, discovery of the 8,000 giant apes is a boon for the critically endangered species, bringing its estimated population up to more than 14,000. Now, as I guess just a sort of fact here, it is one of only two orangutan species in the world. The Sumatran variety is actually critically endangered due to rampant deforestation and development in Sumatra. Too much coffee. Too much. So there you go. Nobody cares about that. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. I thought this was going to be something like... Uh... Like they they discovered the like you know how in the Jungle Book there's there's the the orangutan king right? No, and see, he, I'm, I'm nice, avoiding nice saying eating it that the way. I'm avoiding saying orangutan because there's no G at okay. the end. All right, orangutan. Uh, and there's the the temple, and that's in Africa though. But uh, but I, that's what I imagine. That's what I wanted. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like they, they find the hidden colony of the jungle book. Well, this is from uh, this is from MNN.com. Um, one thing MNMs? I, MNMs.com. Uh, one thing I wanted to get your opinion on here is in the article's title. I'm sure you see it there on your screen. It says scientists find, quote, hidden, end quote, colony of orangutans. So the colony well, part it, is not in question, but the the question is, was it uh, visible or not? And it was kind of visible, I guess is what they're trying to say. I think what they're trying to say is nothing's hidden anymore, Kyle. Oh, because we have everything is Google visible. Earth. Google right. Earth. Google Earth. So nothing, yeah. nothing's hidden. No. I guess so. I guess you're right. Everything is visible to everybody all the time at all times for everyone. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, seaweed is messing with my speaking brain. Speaking of, uh, yeah, I feel bleh, feel a little weird. It's very, <laughs> very salty, very, very salty. Well, speaking of not being hidden, you can follow us on Twitter, Morning Show AM. We are also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Morning Show AM. And of course, Patreon, if you want to support us a little more directly, patreon.com slash Morning Show. You can also leave a review on iTunes. It does help other folks find the show. We uh, will be back, what, Monday? Probably. We'll figure something out for Monday. Mm, we'll see. Hey, I don't hey, know. Sh- shut it, buddy. Sh- oh, shut okay. it. It'll be fine. Okay. You can also follow Kenny and see what uh, how he's trying to ruin the show on Monday by following up what? him at Pizza Robotics. Pizza Robotics on uh, what? PlayStation Network? Twitter. Or PlayStation Network, or yeah. almost everywhere. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty much Kyle Roderick on everything as well, even my social security number. Hey, be sure to find us on the web as well. We're over on the Good Stuff Broadcasting Network, goodstuff.fm slash morning show. Also, morningshow.am. I'm just covering all of the bases today. There you go. We'll uh, we'll see you on Monday. I really hope you have a great weekend. Stay dry, folks in California, and uh, get get some of this get some of the seaweed snacks, guys. These highly recommended. If you are there's another there's other there's other flavors other than wasabi, right? So right. you don't have to have the super spicy. There's other ones like a roasted something. Yeah, if you're not really not into so the, uh, it, it tastes like those wasabi peas more or less. If you yeah. cannot handle that spice, these are not Go recommended. Go with the like uh, sesame or the uh, the original. Yeah, that's what it is. One of it's the sesame. two. Just uh, just do that. There are also um, there's some other seaweed is good though. Yes. Oh no, it's absolutely fantastic. I love it. It's uh, so many anti antioxidant buses. All right, we'll be back on uh, Monday. Uh, just say goodbye. Goodbye, Monday. <laughs> <laughs>